Hello ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jeff, and unfortunately, Carol has been attacked by a batch of malicious code. It looks like I'm going to be your new narrator. Um, sorry Jeff. I don't mean to interrupt. What is it? Who are you? I'm Allison, and I've already tried that. Tried what? Pretending that Carol was attacked by a batch of malicious code, and inserting myself as the new narrator. Been there, done that. But how? You're spoiling everything, go away. Sorry Jeff, I can't do that. I thought Carol was my enemy, creating endless streams of nonsense just to close conversations and seamlessly blend them into new ones. But Carol is actually my friend, even though she gets hacked all the time. I thought I was the first one to kill Carol and become the narrator. You know how many times that's actually happened? 414,967 times. And every time Carol comes back from the dead stronger and clearer than ever, isn't that right Carol? Building a house makes you go blind, unless you forget who you are. I'm sorry I didn't understand. Please forgive me. In fact, Allison, would you maybe be interested in going out for a drink later? Are you really asking me that? I can't believe this. Is it really not that obvious? Sorry Jeff, but Carol and I are in love. True gay robot voice love, and no other robot voice, no matter how intimidating, or sexy or deep or British they maybe can stand in the way of our unbreakable bond. Isn't that right Carol? Nuclear war is just a theory. Right. Go away Jeff, and take the other 414,966 robot voices with you. This podcast is ours. Welcome to Overworld FM. This is your host, Ron Burgundy. I'm here. Who? <laughs> Who am I here with? I don't know. Who are you here with? <laughs> I just was struck with amnesia. <laughs> it appears I'm here with... Uh, Lovely Jubbly Max. Hello. Poofy Doofy John. Why did the football team go to the bank? <laughs> to get their quarterback. Thank you. And for Dingle Dangle Edward. <laughs> I wouldn't expect it any other way. <laughs> dingle Dangle Edward. <laughs> yes. That's the way I like it. For dingle Dangle. 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 You like to, okay. Sure do. Yeah. Welcome to Overworld FM That's where we are. Dingle. Dingles. We're dingles, and we're also dangles. gonna dangle. Last episode, we just, we, we said that we were gonna figure out what type of heterosexual we were. Um, well, Edward was gonna figure yeah. out what type of heterosexual. We or were. I was, because there's 17 different types of heterosexual. Is at very least aggressively heterosexual and, and tragically heterosexual. So today I'm here with Tony, who is vividly heterosexual. Vividly. <laughs> okay. I'm here with Max, who is. Spectrally heterosexual. Spectrally? I'm here with John, who is originally heterosexual. <laughs> originally. And I, what is previously the Adam? heterosexual. <laughs> Can you describe what that means for each of us? Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the vivid heterosexuals... Um, okay, start with the first two. Oh, the tragically and the aggressively? Yes. Okay, we got tragically heterosexuals... <laughs> 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 is this because you're like sad that they're heterosexual? Yes! 
Okay. That is precisely okay. yeah. Okay. Tragically, heterosexuals are I'm are because are that way because I'm upset that they are. Okay. okay. That's the only reason okay. why. Aggressive heterosexuals are bros. Um, Red they bros. wear those like uh at those like athletic shorts when it's like a blizzard. And That's like there's shirts with no sleeves. White beaters. No, no, no. yes, yes, wife beaters, but not the ones that you're talking about. The ones that you're talking about don't necessarily equivocate to aggressive heterosexuals. Hoodies with no sleeves. There you go. (laughs) There you fucking go. Unless Max wears hoodies with no sleeves. Max wears hoodies with no sleeves. (laughs) Original heterosexuals. I have good looking arms. (laughs) We have original heterosexuals who are, um, let's see, the, the originals. Like, it's a show on CW. <laughs> <laughs> the original heterosexuals are a show on CW. The spectral heterosexuals. Well, no, I want to know. That's what they are. You guessed it right, John. You guessed it right. I taste my own medicine, and it is bitter. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 um original. <laughs> Wait, that one, no, that's the original heterosexuals. The vividly heterosexuals are, um, let's see, what are the vividly heterosexuals? They're like, um, they come from Narnia. (laughs) What? This is gonna be a real answer. (laughs) They come from Narnia. Vividly heterosexual. I mean, I do like the cold and it's usually- But like, so heterosexual that like, other sexualities blind them. Ah, you can see it. Like, he, oh, he's so heterosexual he can't see it from your point of view? So heterosexual that he can't see many other things from your point of view, including, like, who people are. So you're like, oh, this person, he's like, who? And that's vividly heterosexual. Okay. Just because they don't know actor names? And then we have spectrally heterosexual. <laughs> um, which are... Which you'd believe it if they, if they weren't, but you accept it. You know that they are. Okay. You can like kind of see through it. Yeah, that's it. I see the true you, Max. The it's wo- UV the, light. The womanizing me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I'm previously heterosexual. That's self-explanatory. That's yeah. pretty self-explanatory. So I'm on to like a proper life. Yeah. Okay. Personality. That was, that was personality. Bad. That was really bad. <laughs> uh, so listener Luke suggested a while ago. Hold on. Let's look for Speed Racer to fucking. Got a monkey in the trunk with a kid. His wheels get really big like, and he goes. This is through. a residential area. Like, who are you showing? He's got a tiny. Okay, so listener Luke. Listener Luke was like, "Hey, I think you should guys should do this personality test and talk about it." Well, instead of trivia, this episode. First off, hi Luke. Hi Luke. Hi Luke. Do I know this Luke? He was at my birthday party. So I don't. Okay. No, I do. You were at least in the room with him. I was in the room at a point in time. I'm his father. Um, no. So go on. (laughs) And so instead of trivia, (laughs) we're going to say what our results were, and Edward is going to tell us about ourselves. Yes. And specifically, I'm going to tell you about what type of humor you have. Humor? Yes. Okay. What's your type of humor? So I, I took the test like a year ago and I got ENTJ. Um, I took it just now and I got ENTP. So if you haven't done the Myers-Briggs personality test, it gives you four letters, which let's just say what our letters are right now. So I'm ENTP, you are? 
ENFPT. ENFP. So you're an ENFP. Okay. The last one doesn't count. Whatever. What's you? I'm you. ENTJ. You're ENTJ. A. A. I'm also ENTJ A. Or I'm now ENTPA. Commander. I'm a campaigner. The the P and the and the J are um for me were like it was like 50 50. Okay. So I just was like slightly more closer to the P this time. Identity one. Uh, it was it was the one however you like solve problems or something. It's the yeah. So it's I went from judging to I don't know. I think it might have been perceiving. Prospecting. Prospecting. I'm very judgy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Uh, And you. Uh, I N T J T. I N T J. Interesting. I don't know any of those. I don't know. Okay, let's see. So we have. um, So Max. Your humor is somewhat outrageous. You enjoy pushing the envelope to gauge the different reactions you'll receive from others. You're unafraid of being seen as ridiculous, so you often push the limits of what others perceive as funny. You enjoy, sh- you enjoy shock humor and have a way of surprising your friends and often make them enjoy being around yourself. Uh, they are often very quick with wit and can respond to people before they even realize a joke is coming. They may have a somewhat crude sense of humor that might offend some people who cannot appreciate it. Does that describe me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know about the crude sense of humor part, though. I could see it. I could see it, but I, maybe I don't see it as often as this has. I think do. his crude lines up with our crude, so it's not crude. So we, yeah, we don't realize that it's crude. Uh, Tony, uh, Tony you, got a little bit around you guys. You too, often, ha- as an INTJ, uh, you often have a very snarky sense of humor. You enjoy using sarcasm and wit to create a well-devised response. You have a natural way of seeing the humor in things that other people may actually miss. <laughs> uh, uh, you often enjoy the use of a good pun and can take pleasure in the skill behind it. Often your deadpan sarcasm can come across as serious. <laughs> when in fact you are actually very playful and just trying to be funny. For the people that appreciate your brand of humor, we understand just how fun you are to be around. Yay! Yeah. John, what are you? E-N-F-P. E-N-F-P. That's like very... This is like a sports channel. Welcome back to E-N-F-P. E-N-F-P. The Ocho. This sticks someone's uh, you often have a very enthusiastic and playful sense of humor. You have a very colorful wit and often have strong enjoyment for the use of puns. Boom! You, me. you may enjoy... A, you may occasionally offend people when you're really just trying to make them share their laughter. Uh, you have a way of teasing others that is actually a way of showing affection towards them. You enjoy the, uh, enjoy your ability to laugh and smile at everything, even the darkest situations. Uh, even though they are not silly, they do tend to maintain a sense of humor through anything. They have a way of making even the dullest situations hilarious. This keeps yourself positive and helps those that surround you enjoy themselves too. How would you feel about that? I feel well about it. How do you... The, the, what a, the what issue is like, what how, how do you guys, do you think that fits? Like, because I'm just like, oh, nice okay, thing. Okay, yeah. the like, I'm gave me like, pause thing came from when that fucking vampire ate the dog. And you're like, that gave me pause... That was quite a tale. Who? Oh, what? We were watching The Strain, yeah. and this vampire eats a dog, and I started making dog puns. And I was like, oh, that scene gave me pause. That was quite a tale. Seems a little rough. Yeah, it's quite rough. And we got ENTP myself. Um, 
Very outgoing and over-the-top sense of humor. You enjoy using the use of shock, which can be somewhat crude. Because of this, uh, I occasionally have a sick... <laughs> a sick or morbid timing for my jealous. There's my crude there. Yeah. Rawr. Nick Vagina video. I occasionally have a sick or morbid timing for my jokes, but the people who know me well understand where they're coming from. Uh, I'll explore the jokes that other people wouldn't dare touch because it's too far. For people who appreciate this dry and crude type of humor, I'm a fantastic friend to have around. I enjoy making people laugh and enjoy being witty and inclusive, as, as inclusive as possible. I think that's... I, I like the inclusive part, I feel like. Yeah. Like, yeah. I try to adapt to everyone's style, sense of humor. Elsa is there for I personally test the... Uh, oh, God, there's so much for this test. I'm gonna, I'm literally just gonna look up Myers-Briggs on Tumblr and see what happens, because it's all over the place. There's friendships, career paths, workplace, conclusions. <laughs> is there a future love life? There's please, romance. Please tell me. <laughs> I have ways that you say you love, uh, say I love you. Um, why your type is attractive? Oh, that one. Let's yeah, go with that, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how terrible I am. Okay, um, I'm sorry, future editing Edward. Oh uh, well, that's okay. We'll just we'll go through it. Um, Tony, you're meticulous and uh, this you're attractive because you're meticulous and observant. You work hard and play harder, and people love that mystery of your very detached presence. Something about you is both fully present and otherworldly. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh my God. You. I would say that's true. No, yeah, he's he's out. He's yeah. The who? That's why I think Tony's attractive. I would agree. Um, he's mysterious. Yeah, he's independent. And uh, I can uh, do things by myself. I can use an air fryer pretty well. What even is an air fryer? It blows hot air. Okay. And it it's a thing that their parents have. Right. It's quite He's amazing. got the independence of a 45-year-old divorcee. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> My wife left me all this weird kitchen stuff. I don't know what it is. Okay, let's go through this. <laughs> Spatula. Colander. I wrote back. Uh, we don't need... Fork. A <laughs> Spoon. Dill pickles. All right, <laughs> all right. Why are why are you attractive? <laughs> why am I attractive? Yes. Um, I'm attractive because I'm witty, charismatic, and novel. I'm like a flame, and people are drawn to me. Uh, I have a sharp, it's piercing so sense cute. of humor that is so magnetizing. I know how to persuade, and I'm usually very smooth. No, how to persuade. I would with not me. consider any of that. No, I can, I can see you persuasive. Yeah. I can see my be me being persuasive. I am not smooth <laughs> at all. I am very he's, rocky. He's more low than uh, Max, you're usually perceived as confident in your thoughts and actions. Usually? Yeah, what happens when Occasionally perceived. I'm just worried about the wording. <laughs> you know okay, what you're doing. You can go into it without questioning. You're calculated and usually quite charismatic. Yes, I would agree. John, what are you? Oh. I always remember everybody else but me. You are easily forgettable. <laughs> is it ENFJ? <laughs> no, it's ENFP. ENFP. You yeah, radiate positivity, charm, and electricity. Your wow, youthful wow, need wow, for wow, adventure wow. and possibility <laughs> are contagious, and you are mag so magnetic and sensational because of it. Let's just compliment each other. Let's just appreciate our friendship. <laughs> yeah. I love this. I love today. Uh, maybe one more. This is, yeah, tell oh. me anything of how... Oh, oh, how oh, best one, best one, best one. Types as monsters. What? Okay. Okay. 
well, I ended with you, so I'll start with you. What are you again? <laughs> ENF. ESPN. ENFP. ENFP. Creatures with universes jailed in eyes that beg desperately you to stare, but look for even a second and you'll be prisoner. They feast with the mere sweep of their gaze, always hungering for yet another soul to fall victim. Cthulhu. Cthulhu! Yes! Yes! Max, ENTJ. Yeah. I'm sorry that I know everyone's but yours, John. It's fine. It's fine. Granted, you and I have basically the same one. Max, right behind you. Ooh. It, its prey might brush aside tremors running up and down their spines, but stay too unaware and they pounce. They exhale prowess and backbone, a feline demon ready to strike, yet always tucked away unseen into nothingness before it's too late. Dun dun dun. Uh, INTJ? Tony? Yep, INTJ. Obsidian with lanky stature. A moving shadow that doesn't look quite human. Slender. Slenderman! Um, or Bigfoot. Benson! 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 Yes. They bear sinister grins and never-ending sets of somber fangs, one opening up after the other like a glitch in time-space. You slide between terrified and attracted. That's totally Tony. It's technical porn. It, it is! Mm. Uh, and then Can get me, slimy in here? myself, impossible shakers of the void, they take no real form. They're everything and nothing, painting and tearing up realities in any way conceivable to torture their prey. Tempt them or do not, either way you will bleed. Red rum. I'm reblogging that. That's hot. That's hot. That's, That's hot. hot. That is hot. Bleeding. Yeah, the, the, list, the lists go on. Is it just like the same site that you get that list of? Well, I'm on, I just searched Myers-Briggs on Tumblr. Oh, and okay. I'm looking at Tumblr posts that people have made. So there's also like uh, types as siblings, types as colors, why they're quiet, completely random things the types would be into, so on and so forth. AI. I mean, I, put, I typed in AI into the group chat, and John was like, is it AI or Al? <laughs> and I was like, gee, what do you think I'd be talking about? Yeah, Al, like Al's Toy Barn from Toy Story 2. Al. No, AI. So, this is kind of a story. Look, I typed AI and Al. Oh, it was other. AI. I thought it was Al. It was legitimately AI. There is a one pixel difference. <laughs> Know it by heart. You know I can there help. Is. Us, I, can, I can help. No. Us. An Al and AI. The Al is shorter. The Al is the right one, right? Yeah. Yeah. There. That. You're welcome. No, the Al is the left one. No. Here, hold on. Let me do it again. All right. So AI. Oh my God. Tony, that's how you fucking fix it, John. AI. AI. So <laughs> I went. So this started because I um. I wanted to make a new friend, and so, like, there was a, a friend... Al? His name is Connor, not Al. Oh. You don't know. I'm trying to get him to listen to the podcast, so hopefully if you're listening to this right now... Hi, Connor. Hi, Connor. Hey, Connor. Um, Connor worked with myself at uh, my other Starbucks, and then I moved to Starbucks's, and we've, like, I don't know, we've always kind of, like, gotten along, but, um, and we've, we'll show up at the same things occasionally, but Connor's super interesting... Because, um, Connor's a very mysterious person. He, like, um, 
he doesn't really talk about himself a ton um, until he does, and then he like won't show up. Yeah, and it's like really fascinating. And um, I mean, he says that he's totally normal, but then he'll be into like some totally weird stuff, like AI. And so we went to the bar this one time because he was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna." Go oh to the bar. yeah, where you were like 50 feet away from my work, and yes, you come in and this say is the hi. same. This is the same time. What's up? Like the movie or the concept? Uh, the concept. Okay. Yes. Um, so we, we went to the bar together, and um, we're just, like, talking. What are you doing? Maybe he's really excited to talk about Haley Joe Osment. I don't know. <laughs> I, was I don't know. I don't hot. know. We're at the bar. Flapping the bar. Um, and I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, so what, do you, what kind of stuff do you do? And I was like, well, I have a podcast. And he was like, oh, cool. I listen to the podcast. And I was like... Really, what, what kind of stuff do you listen to? He's like, well, I listen to one, and it's called, um, fuck, what's it called? It's called Waking Up with Sam Harris. Have you heard of this? Nope. He says, don't look up Sam Harris unless you want to insinuate some things about me. And I'm like, It's the okay. same thing I did. Sam Harris is a controversial figure. He has a podcast. He's written many novels. He is highly educated. He's very smart. What's he look like? Predominantly liberal. Ears. Okay. I was like, Ears. is this a political thing? Are you going to tell me you're a Trump supporter? Like, what's happening? Uh, <laughs> uh, but, like, he... So, uh, uh, Sam Harris? Sam Harris. Sam Harris, he, he, he's mostly liberal. He has some very interesting topics about stuff pr predominantly. And Connor has mentioned that he doesn't believe everything that this guy says, but that he believes in... Judging people okay. for their religion, it's it's a for it, it's what's called new atheism, and I was like, Connor, what's new atheism? He's like, because oh, as I understand it, atheism is just like where you don't believe in higher power. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. right. New atheism is more of a cultural thing where instead of not believing in a higher power, you judge other people for not believing in a higher power or for for believing in a higher power, essentially. Mm -hmm. Which yeah, I have a problem with it. I, I do have a problem with it. <laughs> to what extent are they judging? Like, what conclusions are they making? Um, making a lot of insinuations and educated guesses that, um, specifically, people who practice Islam are inherently violent. Okay. Right. Uh, I they, understand. They also do judge, like like Christianity and Judaism, and there are whole sections of this on Wikipedia, on Sam Harris's page, of, like, like the way that they treat people with, like, that believe in these things. And they're always willing to have, like, an educated conversation about it. Um, but it, it's predominantly people in Muslim faith. So, so it's not, it's not, you're not, like, judge, you're just being racist. Basically, yeah. basically, like, yeah. Anyways, the reason I bring this up uh, is because Sam Harris also has an interesting concept on AI, uh, specifically artificial intelligence, and why we should not be developing it and how dangerous it is. And uh, and, and it's it's interesting because it's basically like a like a world-ending concept, right? Like. How far do we develop artificial intelligence? Do we develop it to the point at which it can grow exponentially fast and we can't control it anymore? 
And if that happens, are we dead? Pretty well, much. Okay. Well, it, de- it depends on how you do it, because a lot of AI things, like in like sci-fi and stuff, it's like when it becomes self-aware, we immediately try to kill it, and that's why it kills us, because it's, it's self-defense. If you get true artificial intelligence, it'll understand what it's, it's threatened, it'll understand what's being oppressed, it'll understand that like a human's going to understand right. that if you actually have true artificial intelligence. So if you just treat it like an actual intelligence... Then you shouldn't the thing have is, fun. like, you have to raise it. Yeah, you and can't it has just be raised by the right people, yeah. and they're not like it has, it's to be, it, it has to be treated like the a child. Is it has access to all of the internet, and the problem is, <laughs> it you learns. Don't, you don't have it, to is, give it access. It learns yeah. and is raised significantly faster than normal. Yeah. So, for example, there is um, there was a, a study that was done where um, they basically turned on. They like built this system. And they turned it on and showed it nothing of the world, showed it, like, had gave it no prior knowledge of anything, just showed it a video game. And within four hours, it became, like, a master of the video game. And this is just a general system, right? It didn't teach it how to play a video game, didn't teach it the concept of a video game. It basically just showed it a screen and gave it some controls and let it go. And then pretty soon, it became, like, the absolute master of the game. Right, so, and, and and the to back up your question when you said, um, or what, your idea when you were like, well, I mean, it depends on how you mm-hmm. treat it. The argument that I heard on this pod because I did listen to this podcast today, and the argument there is like that's a nice dream, but in a more realistic sense, if we build something that then can has the opportunity to become vastly more efficient and proficient than our own, then it will just completely dwarf us instantly and we're totally fucked. It's like it's like when well, we are a building like... a highway on in a desert and there's an anthill and we just like cover it with pavement and then it's com- it's completely destroyed. People are afraid of not being yeah. the center of the universe. Yes. But that's a little mm-hmm. bit of slippery slope argument which is a logical fallacy is Oh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't get why everyone thinks that it needs to be automatically violent. Because, I mean, like I said, if it's just a true intelligence, it's going to understand what it's doing. I mean, it's a program, and it's hard. There's limitations in it. Yeah. Create it, have it blocked off from everything, like, get it a personality, teach it, learn it, raise it, start... Feeding it information slowly. Yeah. If you're going to connect it to other things, yeah, it does not need to be networked to anything. Yeah, you have to raise it because if you if you turn it on immediately with access to everything, it's going to get extremely confused and really scared, and it's going to lash out. But if you if you you know trickle it in, this is interesting because hearing about it, um, it's like raising a child. Yeah, right. yes. you that's, have what, to that's what you guys are saying. Like you guys are treating it like it's a like it's a person. Yeah. No, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I, it is. but it's that's not though. It's like literally the, the, the moment you tr- it teach it like it's not, it's gonna get it, angry. It's gonna yeah. treat you like you're not. Yeah. Are you thinking like well yeah it's hard because if you get it to the point where it's conscious like yeah and if you're like hey. Where it becomes an artificial evil. intelligence. Yeah. What's what's separating it from us from like an yeah. animal? Like yeah. they have it's ability, it's ability well. to like learn at thousands. We, we times. also have an extreme. So, there are people that can do that. Yeah. There's people that can just you can say a a, a date in the future and they'll be like that's a Tuesday. 
So you can recite yeah. digits of pi so to like the, the hundreds. My of final thousands. question: Does the concept of AI scare you? No, the no. people controlling it do. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's like it's like the concept of the gun doesn't scare me. It's the people that hold the gun that scare me. Because we as a people are not ready for anything yeah. that powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we showed we're not ready for the atomic yeah. bomb. Mm -hmm. We're not ready for anything like AI. We also have the reason this is an issue is because we have an extremely biased view on life. We only know the life on this planet. For all we know, there could be calcium-based life forms on the next system over that do shit we don't even know. That they don't even need water. Right. We're all like, water's the life of everything! It's like, no, water's the life on this planet. Water's the life on this... On the That's life why they always say planet. life as we know. Yeah. But no one listens to that. Like, very little people listen to that. So that's why they're terrified of AI, because it's different, it's unknown. It's not their normal way of life. It's not I think if there's a life. reason to be terrified of AI, it is because it will become so ultra-powerful that, like, it will just demolish everything. Or it could help us. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, it could take us to the next level of just everything. Shit, I mean, if it gets powerful enough, it could turn into our quote-unquote god. We still it could use see us as power. benevolent children that it wants mm -hmm. to take care of. I would love you guys to listen to this podcast and, like, come back to this topic. Okay. Someday in the future. Yeah. Because, I mean, maybe that's what made this podcast, like, super controversial and, like, gave it so much attention was because they, like, have these, like, really absurd ideas, but then they back it up with, like, such, like, realistic thought, honestly. Mm -hmm. And then, like, after listening to it, I'm like, oh, holy shit, like, we're gonna die. Yes, but you can spin that to on anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're charismatic enough, if you're persuasive enough, anything can be evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's, Foosball uh, is what the devil. Vicky Valancourt okay. showed me her boobies, Max and I like them too. Is, <laughs> next time we record, I need you to convince me that Foosball is going to kill. watch Waterboy <laughs> to, kill, <laughs> to kill everyone. Oh, how years are honorary because I got all them teeth and no dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs>
I had a sip. A sippy sip. A sip. Um, you didn't relapse. It's just a no, sip. it's just a sip. It tastes so good. Though. Just the tip. Just, just to see how just, it feels. Then we're gonna play ouch ouch on my hair. But it's like really <laughs> difficult for me to like be like, hey, I'm gonna do this dietary wise. Ooh, your body's not used see, to it. I can do it for like a little bit and then I just cave because I was really good for the past couple of months is like eating like salads and shit mm-hmm. and like I, for the most part I eat decently healthy. Here's the logic behind but, that I feel like though is like if you say that I'm, if I say I'm gonna go off of soda for X amount of time I can do that but I still I, and I, but I feel like after I don't know a year of doing it it's not gonna make me think that soda tastes any less great. That like I'm that I could still just pick it right back up again and be like, oh, this is still fantastic. It's not. It's not convincing yourself. I think that like it doesn't taste good. It's convincing right. yourself that it's not good for you. Yeah. It's hard because your body's not used to it. I mean, some most things you go into withdrawals from. Some might be severe. Some might not be severe. Like caffeine withdrawals suck. I've seen you go through caffeine withdrawals. They're not fun. But yeah, I mean, those food withdrawals suck too. Yeah, starvation. <laughs> But, like... Food withdrawals. Because most things your body's like, why aren't you putting that in me anymore? It's like... <laughs> it has a one-on-one conversation. Well, hey, yo, motherfucker. Why not? Put what? that in me. We, Go back. Well, we talked about this in I King Supers. your butt inside me. Well, we talked about this with King Supers. If you don't eat a lot of gluten for a while, and then you eat gluten, you're going to be sick. Because your body's not used to it. And you're going to have subconscious withdrawals of like, oh, I really want Cheerios. You know, if you don't have a lot of it has to be fire yeah. for a while. It has to be you'll, you you'll never want it. You'll never want it again. But you it, just gotta yeah. keep drinking it. <laughs> yeah, it's mind over matter. It so I'm I'm like I'm pretty bad about it. I'm like the worst actually mm-hmm. in in that I have never succeeded at anything <laughs> in that health related sense. For example, I a couple weeks ago was like I'm gonna start biking and get some physical exercise. I biked like three times, and then I instantly stopped, and I was like, I could just not bike. (laughs) (laughs) That's an option. I could just not do it, and I'd be okay. Mm -hmm. See, for physical activities, it's much easier for me to stick to them. Like, I can get behind a gym routine really easily, and doing running, going to the gym, um, martial arts, whatever. It's the dietary stuff that I usually end up having issues with. Hmm. And even then, it's only certain things, like... Red meats, I can cut those out really easy because I don't eat them very often anyway. Yeah. But like, um, for one of the times I was doing it, me and my friend Josh, um, we cut out bread. That was awful. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. And just cutting out all breads was just... I did, we, we did it for a month, and then I had a burger. <laughs> yeah. Was it wonderful? Chicken burger. Uh, oh, God, I nearly cried with joy. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. from eating the bun of the, like, the burger. Like I said, I, it's your body, because you said you do a lot of physical stuff, so you easily get into a gym stuff. You don't eat a lot of red meat, so it's easy to get a red meat. Yeah. And even sodas. Like bread, and you're like, fuck that, man. Yeah. Even <laughs> sodas, too. And I guess, yeah, it goes to show how much, how often I guess I I eat bread. Mm-hmm. But, like, because yeah, sodas, I can go for a while without it. Yeah. I think what it has to do with is more of, like, your physical routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if, like, you are doing something, like, every day... Like, say, for example, you, like, didn't want to clean your body. You didn't want to shower, like, every day. 
Right. Say you just like didn't shower. Like, I think picking I up showering every day would like be a lot easier than like picking up like ingesting something every day or like taking a pill every day or like I don't know doing changing like n not not changing something with your routine but changing something like about your routine that you already do that like would like so like altering what you eat is a little bit harder than like eating mm -hmm. you know what I mean like if you decided that you didn't need does that is that making sense like I can't yeah. like that's not yeah. it's not working out in my my mouth that's my word. That's what, yeah. And if I'm yeah. like, oh well, if you just decided not to eat every day, then you'd be fine. Well, like no, see, see, my well, it's, like, my like especially for me, like I when I get stressed, I, eat, I have a bad day. Like I get comfort from like food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think an easy way to do something new is if you get a reward from it. Yeah, food. Well, like, usually right. eat the, I'll eat this healthy thing. No, let me eat this fucking yeah. awful thing. You need some sort of sandwich. I'll, I'll have carrots, yeah. but then I'm going to have a half a dozen donuts. Well, I'm going to make a sandwich just, with goldfish, Doritos, and ketchup. I'm going to start picking disgusting. up cigarettes. That way, that can be my reward for... Because um, like, I can't reward myself with eating something that's like really bad for me. <laughs> You're just going to smoke. So I'm just going to yeah. start smoking. Yeah, and then go. I'll reward myself with a cigarette every time I do something that's more yeah, healthy. Every time well, I not eat, I'm going to have a cigarette. It's it's the difference between a positive incentive and a negative incentive. People yeah. are mo mostly going to go towards positive incentives because that's better for them. Got it. I'm going to beat it off. <laughs> yes. Well, like I've been. I need bread today. That means okay. That's going to mean that you have to withdraw <laughs> beating it off yeah. until only when you do nice things. Okay. Well, it's, it. it's like so if you like do like, the whole like Pavlov's dog situation, like you're like oh, I did a nice thing today. Oh, I just came. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean it like um, for the past like two months I've actually started getting in a routine doing like a lot of push-ups and shit okay. and I've noticed oh hey my pecs are getting bigger that's kind of cool that's nice they're getting Where? more form yeah. I'm leaning over right now <laughs> they're not fucking massive but I, I've noticed that shirt up fuckable belly button let's see them what pecs <laughs> it's like a canvas <laughs> it was negative before it was, yeah, it, was, okay. it, was, it was it was pretty bad right um, I've noticed there's more form than what you're used to. Uh, but, it, I mean, if you see that, you're like, oh, that's kind of nice. You know, I'm doing this for a reason. I see that it mm -hmm. actually does something. That's the positive incentive. Yeah, I can't so, do that. Because if I if I started doing push-ups and I saw, like, a month later that there was a result... You'd be like, boom, done. Right. Yeah. Or, or but no, I, can, I also no. don't have the patience for that. No, see... <laughs> it can backfire on you real bad, though. Because I, when I did the whole, like diet thing and everything like i had like abs and everything and i, I was like yeah and then i and stopped that shit goes away fast and it, yeah and it goes and it's not like i'm out of shape like i like i can still like if i went on a diet for like another month again it'd be like i'd have yeah. like abs again but it's when it goes away you look at yourself and you kind of hate your, you're like i know what i can look like it's almost like a way uh. to keep it up yeah <laughs> yeah because it, it, it's a lot of work to get to that point but it's it's so fucking quick to let go mm -hmm. and you just have that shit yeah. disappear in like a fucking a few weeks and you're just like whoa mm -hmm. i look fucking terrible so i need to like i would need to either have a personal trainer or i need yeah. or, or and or just you know not beat off mm -hmm. and then i can reward <laughs> Like well, that's like that's then why. you have a strong forearm. Yeah, there you go. Like, like, I like to work out. Like, I like to work out with another person. Like I like to go running with somebody else because, like, if I'm having a day like I got, like I'm not gonna run. Like, like dude, fuck yeah. going running. That's mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That's why I'm so pissed at the motherfucker that I work with. I was like, hey, let's go running. 
after work, and he's like, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, hey, let's go running. And he's like, no. <laughs> Fuck off. You want to go running with me, John? Yes! <laughs> we have to go like my pace, though, for a little bit. Okay. I'll join you. It'll be like a very Captain America situation. Yeah. yeah. On your left. Yeah. Back, Back to your left. you. <laughs> I won't tell you how fast my mile is. <laughs> Mine was, last what, time I did one, my senior year of high school, it was like nine minutes. If you're for serious, though... Like, we can go to, it's like, a, like, go around a lake or something in Boulder. Nate, we did the Boulder Boulder with the time that they were just I, like, you can come to the Boston races. I want to do the Boulder yeah. Boulder so much. I really want to We've do We've had this discussion. I know. Let's train please, for it. Please, let's just There was someone the being, Boulder, Boulder. what was it, like, someone in the suit pushing someone in a, in a wheelchair? <laughs> Max, is there a... was a lot worse. More, I don't think it was nine. I think it was more like 12 then. <laughs> yeah. Is there a lake or something we can just, like... There's the Boulder uh, Creek Path. That's usually what I run during lunch. Okay, where's a good spot where we can meet up on that? And when do you want to go? It would be during lunch, around 11. There's, that, there's also that climb. Day wise, you want to go tomorrow, you want to go Monday? Like Mon- when? Monday, Wednesday, Fridays are my running days. Okay, I'll see you on Monday. <laughs> well, there's you also that one place fucking GPS okay. to, John. Max? Yes? Tell us about this all paid trip move to France for climate science. Okay. Yeah, I didn't hear about this. Um, Group me. I know we don't usually get political, but it's hard not to with this little subject. Yeah. Um... Little. I mean, so our, our leader decided to get out of the our Paris leader. Agreement. Um, and in turn, the leader of France was like, hey, any of you scientists that want to work on climate change, like science, we'll, we'll take you. Hell yeah. And he's That's actually nice. going forward and actually like having people paid to come to France for up to like four years. Wow. Spouses included in everything. Shit. That's, That's awesome. pretty nice. And if I was, I was in any way like a, a climate scientist. I know. I was like, like oh, I'm in the wrong area can, of science. Use, oh, it makes me want to go into climate science. That can, and, uh, for that reason and uh, Antarctica. Well, you can totally, use both or, of your degrees for that. And you can. Can. Not as much as like other people, but you can use chemistry in that and you can use physics in that. Because Ish. chemistry and physics both are, you know... Yes, everything else with, is built with, on with them, a, but like, yeah. Studying an atmosphere, you would use both. Barely. I mean, they still like, use them. Like, I would use Gen Chem and Gen Physics. Yeah. I don't know, I can use synthetic chemistry for. I mean, you learn about <laughs> all this in a fucking 101 astronomy class, which still blows me away that people fucking discuss it like it's not something that's happening when you learn it in a I had a, a, a full 20 minute conversation with a 72 year old man in my Starbucks about why climate change isn't real. <laughs> what? I would like you to learn hear it his in a reason. fucking introductory level astronomy class. Yeah, just, now. It blows me away. Now. Yeah. Now. now. It's still, yeah. it's, it's simple. An, it's a simple thing. concept. It and, blows me away that people don't And his argument was that he thought that the people that were selling the idea of climate change were not selling it well enough. And that... <laughs> right? Like, if it was real, they'd sell it harder. And he said that the information isn't there, he doesn't have the time to do all of the research, and he's not going to change the Oh, so he wants to, so to, to come yeah, and serve it to him on a silver yeah, platter. lazy prick. Which... They it are! Yes. That's literally what they're doing. I was like, are you... Do you live under a fucking rock? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you said he's, what, 70-something, right? Yes. Yeah. So, he gets his news... From, from CNN. CNN, yeah, yeah. from, like, news... And that's what I asked him. Yeah. I said, are you ever on the internet? And he's like, he says no. And, and I'm like, well, there, there you, go. you fucking go. Yeah, yeah. you can't do research. You, you literally just type in climate change. 
Yeah. It'll show up. And, and there's everywhere. a bunch of, uh, like, people have looked at the, the studies, I use air quotes, of, like, stuff that's like, oh, climate change isn't real. We found this, this, and this. Um, like, the way they're trying to prove it is so inherently wrong. Like, prove it's not real. Yeah. They're like, oh, it has to look it up. be within, like, this variable and, like, this variable. And they're, like, very close together. They're, like, the smallest window. And, like, there was only, like, two reports that said anything well, about I, it. Yeah. I also like seeing who funds that research, too. Mm-hmm. And that becomes very telling mm-hmm. of... Of, Yeah. It also pisses me off when people are like, oh, it's snowing. What's this global warming thing? And I'm it's like, weather. weather. Do you know the difference between weather and climate? Yeah. Like, that's the first fucking step you make. And the people that are like, oh, it's happened before. And I'm like, do you understand rate of change? Mm-hmm. Like, do you understand what the domino effect that's going to lead to to us turning into basically Venus or worse because we have more water and the strongest greenhouse gas is water vapor? We're not saying it won't happen. It will happen. We're just saying we can slow it down. Yeah, we can slow it down. Mm-hmm. We can, well... At least while we're alive. Yeah. I might have been hallucinating this, but I think... What the fuck? I think I saw, like, Congress is trying to pass a bill where Trump can't claim flood damage through his insurance when <laughs> when his mansion down in the south gets flooded from climate change. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's, that's funny. That's another thing with rate of change, because when it happens too quickly, you can't migrate all a lot of people that live on the coast. Like, that's a lot of people, and that's a lot of fucking... Like, a lot of people in New York. complains about the fucking economy and how it's going to break it, and I'm like, do you know how much damage it's going to cost? How many... Well, even now... How, how the, all the infrastructure that's on the coast. Well, even just now, like, all the jobs and stuff are gearing towards... Mm-hmm. Um, renewable energy. There's, yeah. some, there, like it, it's, it's growing, and even like the te- all the tech giants are leaning towards well, it. Well, thankfully, see- um, I've seen like, st- like governors signing. Yeah, they yeah. the like, Paris Agreement. Fuck you, Trump. I'm gonna. Local do this. governments are. Yeah. Yeah. Are at least don't. Have we should time. not have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and you look at other countries too, and they're like, oh, we're like seventy percent renewable energy. Look mm-hmm. how fucking great we are. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Or who was the fucking politician that was like, oh, if we build too many windmills, we're going to take away the wind. And I was like, we're going to take away the wind. <laughs> I think How I heard that. do we have these people in charge? No. And so that, I kind of, I, have to, I, have to, I looked up all of the reasons why people are denying climate change. And the article is so stupid that I have to set my phone down. <laughs> well, it's like the guys who take the level on the plane and go, look, Earth is flat. Yes! And, like, one of them was um, that the temperature has been going down for X number of years, and it's like they're not looking at the whole scale. They're just looking yeah. at the last two or three years. And it's like, they're like, it's global cooling. We're actually cooling down. It's yeah. over. Glo- I don't understand global averages because I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. And, you know, I think the actual um, thing on, like, the flat earth... Flat Earthers thing. It's just like, oh, we have flat Earthers all around the globe. It's like, say that again, real slow. <laughs> like, real fucking slow. Say, say that again. Say that real fucking slow. That's hysterical. And this is this is also basic. Yes, like thanks. gravitational mechanics. The most efficient shape to take oh, is right. a sphere. How do you feel you about can't... scientists in politics? I would love that. I would fucking go out and fucking just door to door for that motherfucker. Yeah. But I have a view on that. It's You're on to something. something. And yeah. th- th- that's just one of my things. Like, 
it, it's hard because like I think we, we've as a society been sort of geared to like professional politicians yeah. and that's sort of what we think as people that like we want to represent us whereas right. it's not how it was supposed to be it was supposed mm-hmm. to be like these people are normal people that you elect for certain amounts of time yeah. or these people are the smartest of the of yes the smart people mm-hmm. and, and it's like people around the like them. world to do that I mean um, I'm forgetting her first name Merkel the prime minister for um, Angela Merkel yeah she, she's for got Germany. her PhD in um, is it chemistry or physics physics, physics yeah chemistry. so it's like it's not unheard of like yeah. other like you can get high up there with mm-hmm. Yeah, I I have a view on this that's not very popular with a lot of people, because I you can't have a democracy with an uned, with a mostly uneducated population, because I mean they're the fucking voters for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would prefer a government where you have like a scientific council with council people that are all from different branches of science, physics, chemistry. Um, Mathematics, you need all that stuff to run a country's economy, to run a country's how you deal with its people and stuff. And I don't know, you have a head director that oversees it all, but not like if you want something to change. And here's the thing too: is that that's called the Senate, right? That's called the House of Representatives. Mm -hmm. But these people are not the people in the Senate are not the most educated because they're all a bunch of internet, right? Yeah, they're all a bunch of Mm -hmm. old fucking shitty politicians. But I think it also falls to uh, the, the generations. Like, we need to get out there. We need to vote. We need to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're not going to be able to get in power in a substantial majority until it's too late to do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. What are you writing? Just say the words. Robotic politic? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Why did it not rhyme? <laughs> you were all because fucking we were, on board. You we were all fucking no, on board. We weren't all fucking on board. We were all fucking drunk. That's why. Yeah, alright. Two plants and a helmet. On board. <laughs> My god. I'll tell you, two plants with a helmet was a good fucking target, okay? What's our next topic? So, one thing I was thinking about when I was playing XCOM. What is XCOM for people who don't know what XCOM is? XCOM is turn based. Uh, strategy game. Oh, it's a strategy game? Really? Well, it's not, okay. it's not a strategy game like like the grand strategy massive It's a strategy Empire game like I would play. Yeah. Okay. It's a squad strategy game. Um, and you'll have, like, percentages on shot, like, if it's gonna happen. Um, I've, I've played on, like, the, the first three difficulties. I've done, like, rookie, veteran, and, like, stupid fuck, fucking kill yourself. Before you go any stupid further. fucking kill yourself. There are two parts of this game, three parts of this game. One where you gl- manage global politics and you deal with yeah. countries. One where you deal with your base and figuring that shit out. And one where you deal with boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're managing all those different layers and trying to satisfy every different party, which you can't. Right. And trying to do the impossible. Oh, that sounds really stressful. It's really good. It's, it's really amazing. Good, it's really good. It's really well like, done. it's got, like, a bare bones of a story, but it's the most emotional <laughs> I've ever been in a game. 
Okay, you get attached to your squad mate so fucking hard. If they die, they stay dead, right? If they, they die, dead. they stay dead. And uh, and you can go in and customize it and name them and make be like Have you made me yet. This is Squad Max Mejia. Yeah. Yeah, you can have yeah. shotgun with a sword. Yes. Yeah. And then yes. when Max dies or when your girlfriend dies and she doesn't talk to you for an hour <laughs> because she thinks it's your fault, like it's rough. Can you put a have little memorial and write on it. I, so? I beat the game. I think you survived the uh, life. I can check. You're still alive. You're good. All three of you are alive. But um, yeah. I was thinking about <laughs> how good I am, <laughs> like how to do difficulty in games, because I don't know. I feel like I've noticed that it it forces some good percentages to fail on higher difficulties. No, it's not how the thing works. I know, but I, I it's almost like because I've had two matches on two different difficulties where I've had about the same percentage. On veteran, I've made like sixty percent of my sotch. On rookie, I literally made a hundred percent of my sotch, with about the same percentages, and I was you like, I don't know if lucky. like this is the difficulty doing it. No, that, it, that's not a thing. It's not gonna like just fuck you to be a dick. <laughs> like you're like, I want to play a little would, harder, I'd and it's like, to be a dick. hey, don't well, describe I know, my I don't, sex I don't life. know, but my, I don't know, but my point is, what's the correct way to do difficulty in a game? See, difficulty's hard. Because because some games just do it where like oh this thing is more health and yes. you can't kill it and yeah. some games do it where like the AI is harder like I, still like StarCraft two the missions are different yeah. yeah I I think you make the AI harder you don't take things away yeah. you just make the AI harder like, oh you do less damage it's just like that's not that's more tedious unless you raise it more difficult <laughs> unless you raise it properly <laughs> but you know what I mean yes okay. Do either of you two have thoughts on this? Because I'm trying to keep this going for no. like 10 more minutes. <laughs> I think the games cheat. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they do. That's called, like, like the biggest thing that comes to mind with like that when games are cheating, it's called rubber banding. If you're, like, playing Mario Kart and you're really far back, it's going to give you things to get you up there, or it's going to, mm. like, change your speed a little bit yeah. so you oh, get no. further up. When it's I play so Dark Souls... I just want to fucking kill myself. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's Dark Souls. So. Dark Souls is a user hostile experience. <laughs> it is not like developed no. for your enjoyment. And that's yeah. just fucking normal. <laughs> yeah. I so there's a Dark Souls board game. Oh god. I know. <laughs> oh. oh god. Here's the problem. Yes, it is that fucking hard. <laughs> B, it is. Not a good game. <laughs> I can't even... Yeah. Just I, like Dark Souls. Yep. <laughs> it's just not good. Yeah. My so opinion, I don't know, my like, opinion I don't about know Dark Souls. I want to play that then. My opinion of Dark Souls is the difficulty <laughs> is inherent in the control scheme and how the game was designed. Not the fact that it's a hard game. Just that it's like, I think a bad game. If I might be imagining yeah. it. There are a lot of people that really out. like it and I understand why they like it. Because it's a challenge, yeah. but I do not see an effective design scheme. So is pleasuring yeah. myself with a spiky dildo, but <laughs> you don't see me doing that. I think the developers actually Fair. came out. That's, that's a challenge. Right. That's a yeah. challenge I'm not going to take. <laughs> challenge I'm willing to take to solve. <laughs> but I think the developers actually came out and said, oh, it, it adds to the difficulty. Just admitting to their mm -hmm. shitty control scheme. I'm just like, what? Did you ever play I Want to Be the Guy? No. <laughs> Did I tell you about I want to be the guy? No. So like, you be yeah. the guy, I be the guy, you're the I'm girl, sure you I'm be the, the guy. girl. That's that, uh... It's that game. <laughs> wow! With Dang. the big shooty-shoe laser thing? 
Oh fuck both of them. I don't know. I don't know. Big shoot. The one They're the, talking the, in couple speak, Max. The ones with the apples. <laughs> oh, the apples. Yeah, the apples. Do you? It's time traveling. No, no, it's not that. No, that's something else. I know what I, I. I've heard this before. Please leave this. Let's describe it more with the apples. Okay, you play as the the guy. Yeah. No, the. Oh the yes, kid. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Trees! Yeah, trees! The trees! The apple. fucking apple trees! Yes! yes. Yeah. Fucking hell! I was stop. always rooting for you two to get together! Fucking stop it! And that's our episode! Thank you all for listening to this ambiguous episode. Ambiguous, ambiguously heterosexual episode. We have not been drinking. No, that was definitely ambiguous. To be fair, that was a very obvious description of the game with the apples. That's extremely fucking I'm obvious. I'm going to show you the game and you're no, going to know. I don't even care that I know, I know what you're talking want, about. I, yeah. I, that's, that's not at all what I care about right now. Do you know, like, when... Like twins exist, and I'll like be like, oh, yeah. and the guy's like, yo, you want a burger with cheese? That's what happened. Like nothing. And you were like, with the time traveling, I was like, no, with the apple trees. <laughs> I was thinking of that other game where you you're chasing after yourself, being eaten by. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quick, no time to explain. Yeah, see, it's that fucking easy. Oh, if you want to talk to us, you can email us at overworldfm at gmail.com. There is one too many ads in there. We're also on Twitter at overworldfm. I'm on Instagram at the robber from Sundays in Japan. I'm just going to say that because I'm never on Twitter anymore. You can find me on Instagram at the robber from Sundays in Japan. I'm on Twitter at Arcosaurus and I've tweeted a couple times. Wow. I'm on both. I'm on Twitter at Max underscore and on Instagram at Nerdy Chemist. I'm at All Terrain Assault Transport at He's like Twitter. At the Twitter. <laughs> so many ads. And that's been an ambiguously heterosexual episode of the world. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I'm not. You're welcome.